0: Ah, uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jack Farmer, and I am with Andy Rossi for the Evolution Movie Show, but Andy, season two,
1: and you know it's
0: season two, we've been having guests on, and this week, I have a fun one, are you excited to meet him? I can't wait. This week, we are bringing on a very good friend of mine, the guy who is the host of the Mac Mania Show on Spotify and The Ringer, he is Evan D. Mac
1: what's going on fellas what's going on what's going on guys? that and setup on, I is think, amazing oh i'm mean, am i'm honored to be on here with you gentlemen how you guys doing great i'm i'm doing great andy how are you today
2: I'm great. I just love Evans. I mean, he's got like my childhood back there. We got Mortal (laughs) Kombat and Street Fighter 2, NBA Jam.
1: I'm trying to hold on to my nostalgia, brother. Just it's one of those things I I always promise myself, man. I said, if I go back and if I get a moment, let me just go get the things that I've I've lost or misplaced or got broken (laughs) or we had to give up. Let me try to recapture some of that youth, baby.
0: Nice. Yeah. And if you're on the audio version, tough
1: luck. You
0: don't get the list on it. I'm not even gonna explain it. You just gotta deal with it. You gotta
1: give people something. <laughs>
0: nope, nope. Just very interesting, very cool. If you're on the audio version, you know, hit the like button and then go Use to your two. imagination. <laughs> That's so great. Uh, so thanks for being on the show. This is the Evolution of Movies show. And for those of you who are new to the show, uh, we call it the Evolution of Movies because what we do is we'll watch a movie and then we chat about it like it's a book club. But it's called The Evolution of Movies because we always watch a movie that came out one year after the last movie we watched. So we started in 1980, went to 1981, 1982. Now we're all the way to 1991, back in a time when movie theaters had hits like Cape Fear, Point Break, and of course – Suburban Commando <laughs> Slapper We're wow. not talking about any of those And I wish we were I yeah, wish we're, we may have say yeah, that. I <laughs> Now I got it. FOMO. I wish I. I wish I saw those. But you
1: got to rethink your strategy here.
0: Suburban <laughs> Commando, baby. we It's a pivot. It's a pivot. We're. we're yeah. Scratch. We're changing it all. Suburban <laughs> Commando. No. But we're talking about Terminator Two, a movie IMDb describes as a cyborg identical to the one who failed to kill Sarah Connor must now protect her ten-year-old son John from a more advanced and powerful cyborg. This is one of the most classic action movies of all time. And, and Evan, I want to get your thoughts. But before I do real quick, I always like to have Andy try to guess what he mm. thinks
2: the Rotten Tomato score is. Oh, that's what? Good. Well, good I mean, this this was like my favorite movie as a kid, like aside from maybe some Van Damme movies. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, I, yeah. so I always held it very high. Um, And I think other people did, too. So I'm going to go I'm going to go high on this one, Jack. I'm going to say like 97, 97, about as high as you can go, Evan. Now, Mm -hmm. that means I kick it to
0: you. Do you take the over or the under? Do you think it's higher or lower than 97 percent?
1: I, I'm gonna go lower, but not by much. I do, I do believe if I and I'm, I'm, it's I'm weird about Rotten Tomatoes because they're they're fickle, so yeah, so it's hard to gauge where they at. But I'm, but I, but I do believe it's in the 90s. I do believe it's close to mid 90s. He's, I think he's a little lower though. I Think it's a little 97. Like 97 is steep. I even went though, even I, went though I think it's a hundred, yeah. but that's just well, Ra- Raiders,
0: Raiders, of The Lost Ark, I think was 97 if I remember correctly. Yeah, but, I, can, I can see that. But but Terminator 2 coming in at. 93 percent. So it okay. is one of the highest ranking ones. I think the only ones nice. that are higher than it this year so far is Ghostbusters and Raiders of the Lost Ark. I believe it. I yeah. should keep track. I don't. I just kind of I, 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 I do like believe don't.
1: Terminator 2 should be about about 9900. No. All jokes aside. Yeah, yeah, well, Evan, let me ask you, had
0: you seen uh, Terminator 2 before this and what were your thoughts going into it this time around?
1: Yeah, no, I, I did, I did, but I but I rewatched it again just to just to keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. But um, no, 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 it, it, this is one of those movies that holds up. Um, we're talking about a movie that's that's more than thirty years old, and and it, and it still holds up. It's because it, it's James Cameron doing what James Cameron does. Uh, he knows how to bring a little more stability to. Like he's 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 like Spielberg is my favorite when it comes to grounding insanity. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, but but Cameron no. is right next to him in the, in the regards of that that the scene, the motorcycle scene alone. But like. It's still just as good. it's intense. Mm-hmm. it's fun it's it's brutal, it's violent it's it's funny. it's it's everything you want in a 90s movie and this is the reason why 90s movies are very special and you don't see anything like them still.
0: It's and something that uh after I talked to Andy on Sunday, actually, and we, we didn't talk much about the movie, but I did say that what's crazy about this movie and Evan, to your point, how well it aged. I mean, the special mm-hmm. effects even don't get, me, don't get me wrong. If these special effects came out today, we'd say what's going on. But there was nothing that was embarrassing about mm-hmm. the special effects. So many other movies you see now and you're like, oh, that looks horrible. But this and, and Andy, I'll let you talk on it. It all like you're like, that actually looks pretty good
2: still. It doesn't look embarrassing. I wouldn't be embarrassed to show someone this anymore yeah that's what i was most nervous about because i haven't seen this movie in 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 a minute and like going back and seeing some of the cgi and and the t1000 you know stuffs i was like looks good still looks good
1: why not
0: it's uh and evan you had mentioned uh, a little bit about more something about um uh this movie is over two hours now I have a I have this thing where if a movie goes over two hours, you need to justify every second.
1: Oh, you bet! You better believe it because I call I say it gone is the lost art of the ninety minute film. Yes, yes. We, and that's we why, grew up in the era with ninety minute movies. Yeah,
0: yeah. That was what was expected. It was ninety minutes, an hour and a half, and that's why I want to kick it to you because James Cameron he doesn't have he has a way of uh, he has a way of liking to give you a little bit more. But this movie <laughs> I thought it flew by. It's the classic. Like I was watching, I didn't feel like I watched a two and a half
1: hour movie. It's funny you say that because that just to your point, I didn't even realize it was, I didn't realize, I didn't realize the runtime of the film. And that's, that's the make of a good film. You should not have to look at your watch when you're mm-hmm. watching a movie. Now you shouldn't anyways, you give your undivided attention, but it's not your fault. If a movie's dragging along, you just happen to look down at your watch or you happen to yawn. Is because that made the movies not grasping and holding your attention as long as it could. Uh James Cameron, you when you, when you're James Cameron, you do whatever the hell you want. That's why he spent spending, spending 19 years on three avatar movies. But <laughs> it just, we, we just hope everyone's alive to watch these movies. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they're going to be really good. I go, well, <laughs> uh, if we're here in the year 3000, <laughs> yes. Right. But he's, he's like, don't worry guys i'll be i go i'm sure you will bro but like,
0: <laughs> our grandkids are gonna love them <laughs>
1: <laughs> like good lord bro but like but no like when you watch that film and, and just like you said I, I had no clue that movie was over two hours if you would have asked me that movie was hours, i would have said you're a liar mm-hmm. that movie flies by that's crazy yes. man
0: yes it's i think it's 220 somewhere around that's insane because uh, it was funny. I started it and I, I started late at night to pull back the curtain. I was like, I'll have to watch. Oh, it's this long. I'm going to have to watch like half no today half tomorrow. And then I, it was finishing. I was like, oh my gosh, I watched the whole movie. It's late. I got to get up early. Oh, but anyways, I dealt with it. But let's get into the movie. Before we do, I always like to say thanks to everyone who's watching, listening, commenting, subscribing, sharing, five-star reviewing. Leave a five-star review with a nice little note. It always Tickles me when I see something nice written there, uh, but let's get into the movie, shall we? Let's talk about this thing. We start, Good. and it's a busy day, and kids are playing. Nope. Everything's destroyed. It's the distant future of Los Angeles in 2029 and skulls litter the ground as we're told that 1997 brought judgment day, killing 3 billion people with the rest left in a battle with the machines. Lasers and explosions are everywhere and it's explained that the machines have sent back a robot to kill John Connor and the resistance has sent back a familiar robot as a protector Evan, this is just the very beginning of the movie, but I want you to tell me about the world that has been built and what we can expect from the characters that live within it.
1: What, what you can expect is that this is pandemonium, especially if you watch the first film. <laughs> yeah. So, if you're watching the first film, it could be a little bit jarring because you know, you know, Schwarzenegger's in it. And this one's where Schwarzenegger's rising and rising and rising as a superstar and one of the greatest of all time. But so you're thinking to yourself, okay, they're bringing back Schwarzenegger because he's Schwarzenegger how can we do it? And they figured out a way to do it by, Oh, they just reprogrammed him. And now he's on, now he's a good guy. But now you're starting to think if you're watching the first movie and you're invested in the first movie, but how is Miss Lyndall Hamilton, how is she going to respond to this guy? Like, okay, we ain't got to worry about that right now. We got, we got Schwarzenegger right now. So what, what, what is going to be the dynamic in this film? The whole first movie she's running away from or is looking at Schwarzenegger In this movie, she's there to protect John Connor and everything and, and everything that goes between. So I'm, it's one of those things where your your heart is already emotionally invested, and see how she's going to respond because her whole entire life has been dictated by this moment. And everyone thinks she's crazy, mm-hmm. and and now she has to even look even more crazy because she might have to fight alongside this madman <laughs> machine, uh, <Yeah. laughs> this cybernetic <laughs> organism. <laughs>
0: Andy, we so it was interesting is we we did we talked about aliens in this. And we thought it was yeah. interesting how Alien was sort of a tense one alien movie. <laughs> and uh then he makes aliens, which is like, hey, now there's a bunch of them, it's more action-based. Also, Terminator, kind of a tense one robot movie. Now there's that's, a couple of them, and now yeah. it's more of an action movie in this change. Uh, I'd love for you to speak on that. And also. What were they thinking? The Terminator failed the first time. Why are they sending him to protect him?
2: This <laughs> you guy's a loser. He did okay. He did okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, well, the beginning, first of all, the beginning is amazing. Just like yeah. seeing those robots and just, yeah. it's it was intense. It's, as a kid, I was terrified. Like, oh, this doesn't seem too far in the future. Like, is this going to happen? Oh, I was shook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I and can't yeah, beat up a robot. <laughs> but I was thinking the same thing you just said. Like, at least this time around, I was like, they only sent one guy? And then they send another one guy to go against him. I don't know. I would think if you want to kill John Connor send like 40, like right. I'm wondering <laughs> why they sent one
0: robot. I mean, it's not like they were low on robots. That's what I was saying. Yeah, you got to kill them. Why don't you send like a <laughs> hundred?
2: Yeah.
1: In fact, while we're at it, just start the war in the past. This is complex <laughs> science. It takes a lot to send the by. They got to come there butt naked. They got to find clothes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's complex, baby. Uh,
0: you know, you you mentioned the naked part. Let's as we continue on. Uh, <laughs> seven minutes in, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> seven minutes. We see. A naked (laughs) naked man is sent back through time, and what a man he is! (laughs) He's not a man at all, though. He's a butt naked killing machine, and he goes looking for clothes. He gets burned, stabbed, and everything else, but Arnold still wrecks everyone in the biker bar. And Bad to the Bone plays as one of the baddest looking characters in movie history. Grabs a gun and some shades, and is off to save the original emo kid, John Connor. Furlong a he's kind of a jerk to his foster parents but meanwhile sarah connor's doing pull-ups in the mental Mm. institution because no one believes her story of of future robots which is the name of my band's first album by the way (laughs) probably because she's a troublemaker like her son finally in this beginning part another naked fella steals a cop car and a cop outfit he's the t-1000 he shows up to john's house and his foster parents give the t-1000 a photo of john and tell the t-1000 that someone else a big dude on a bike is also looking for john connor uh evan this is the true introduction of our cast of characters throughout this part where they're sort of showing us this is john connor this is uh sarah connor this is the different robots uh tell us a little bit about these characters and um and how they're developing very quickly but very well
1: the the development of sarah connor is probably one of the best parts as you see in the in the first movie she's she's a little more um she's afraid she doesn't know what's going on she doesn't know what happens when you when you roll up on her in this movie now now she's preparing now she's training now she she gets it. Now she survived this first wave. Now she knows that she has to protect the world at all costs, protect her son at all costs, protect, the, the, protect this, be built, start this resistance herself. So she's getting in shape and just preparing for what might happen again. So mm-hmm. but then, but then when you got a little when you got a little upstart. He's uh, he's he's upset. Mr. John Carner. he's upset, not not knowing what is the gravity of what he is, but he's upset because now he doesn't have his mom. Now he has to deal with these foster parents. He's he's kind of angry at his mother, but he's but he's also he, he's just angry about his circumstances as well. So like, and, and it's really easy to 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 pull for a kid like that because you feel for him because you know you've seen the first movie. Mm-hmm. then you but then you but then you got then you got old t1000 man lying the weeds, the old upgrade the great Robert Patrick in his bag I'm telling you right now the one of the greatest characters in the history of films is the t1000 he yes. is one of the scariest that's one of my thoughts terrified of that guy mm-hmm. all you need to know is there is a scary cybernetic organism out there <laughs> to kill john connor and in and, and literally the first time you see him he almost it, even with his stature he puts to bed everything Arnold did in the first movie which is crazy to even think
0: mm-hmm. about you and andy i i definitely want to get to you but i want to follow up on that because yes the t1000 possibly one of the the greatest movie villains of all time so terrifying he plays that role perfectly but evan i have this question for you as a follow-up when I saw this actor, I'd call him the T-1000 forever. Like I, I, I don't even know his name. He's T-1000 and everything he does. But I have to ask you now, has he changed from being the T-1000? Is he now Peacemaker's dad?
1: yeah but <laughs> the great the great Robert Patrick it took me years and years and years to recognize him anything but I think that comes with age when you start to, to turn and you get a little gray and you start losing mm. your physical fitness just like just like old Al Bundy used to be Al Bundy then all of a sudden you got a little got a little softer around certain areas and I, and I, I stopped calling him Al Bundy so I will now call him peacemaker's daddy <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Andy, I want to talk to you about how smart it is the way they dress up these robots because they're robots. So technically, they don't have any personal fashion or style, but they just grab the clothes closest to them. But the way they make Arnold Schwarzenegger, the cool, badass biker Excellent. and the T-1000, the square cop, the the police yeah. officer and how the way they dress while they don't care as a viewer instantly makes you think one is cool and one is not.
2: Yeah, I mean, just oh, the introduction man. of Arnold is amazing. Nice. I love that scene so much. Him naked, which he he looks great. Great shape right. for Arnold. Anybody that's uh, hating they, they, they,
1: they don't look like that naked. That's all <laughs> yeah. I'm talking no.
2: about. I mean, man, 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 okay. That's a man. That's a man. That's a man. That's my takeaway.
1: That's a man. That's a man.
2: That's a big but, fella. <laughs> But he comes in that biker bar and it's so fun to watch because you know that he's just gonna mess these dudes up. And I love the guy that burns the cigar in him because his yes, face yes. after yeah. he burns with the cigar, like Uh-oh. uh oh <laughs> and what does he say? I need you I need your I need bike your, need your and bike your boots and, and your clothes. And your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep. Sure. That's right. what you need, pal. A
0: guy that big walks in butt naked, I'd <laughs> yeah. be like. What, this guy's on drugs or something i'm not messing with what do you, what, what do you, what do you not need i would not question him whatever you
2: need this guy is crazy <laughs> I, I, i'm not being the, i'm not the one to stop him yeah uh, and then the one guy runs after him he says sorry son can't have you take his bike i'm like you just saw what he did in there right yeah.
1: did you see his work <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. That guy must have been taking a piss or something and maybe not right. seeing what happened. Oh, yeah, he was yeah. yeah, he was somewhere. He was like
1: in the kitchen, wait stab
2: somewhere. Some naked guy just took John's bike. Oh right. well, yeah, let me go figure this out. He must have been <laughs> in there for a while then because Arnold got fully dressed before he came out with the gun. So it didn't it's, happen it's quick. Crisp
1: editing Jack Farmer's crisp. <laughs> it's James Cameron at his best.
2: <laughs> but it was it was great though when he that guy does come out and he just walks towards him. You're like, oh no. And then he just grabs the the sunglasses oh. uh, and just, just so... I mean, can't get any cooler than that. I'm going
0: to use the word iconic a lot. But that look, the, the Terminator look in the leather jacket and glasses and everything. yeah Again, one of the most iconic, I think, oh. characters in movie
2: history. Yeah. The shotgun, the bike. Yeah. And it's such a sick bike, too, that he's got, too. Yeah. They don't give him like a little... <laughs> dirt bike or something it's got a nice like harley yeah <laughs> he's got a little moped
1: and the thing is i still think he'd look badass
0: <laughs> yeah was, i that's wouldn't true. argue with him yeah that's true <laughs> uh so Sa- sarah connor is freaking out in an old video at the uh institute but uh because the world is ending but now she's trying to play it cool and now she's saying that Uh, There are no future robots, but the doctor is on to her scheme, so she just attacks the doctor and gets sedated. Meanwhile, John Connor is robbing an ATM, and he explains that his mom is locked up because she tried to blow up a computer company. Uh, He heads over to the arcade as the robots get closer. T-1000 finds him first, and a chase begins, and now Arnold is here. Arnold shoots the T-1000, and we get the liquid metal which is the name of my band's second album, by the way. (laughs) They shoot it out in the hallway. They fight in the hallway, and then the brouhaha goes into the mall. John tries to run, but you can't outrun the T-1000. We get one of the most iconic moments in action history as the T-1000 chases John in the truck, jumping off the bridge. Arnold finally catches up and is able to make the T-1000's truck explode, allowing Arnold and John Connor to escape, but the T-1000 is alive still also Dyson is looking at some very highly secure stuff like a Terminator arm uh mm-hmm. Andy I love this little moment the T-1000 looking at the metal mannequin
2: yeah, oh, yeah. so great just yeah, a little man.
0: like huh <laughs>
2: kind of what's
1: that almost disrespectfully yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah that whole chase scene is insane though like watching it again I was I, I was just hoping that everything nice was ones. gonna hold up and it certainly does I mean that that chase through the arcade and you know and i gotta give a shout out to his little mullet friend for being like no i never seen him before and oh giving, yeah. giving john we, a little can we, give, can we
1: give some can we give him some flowers please <laughs> yes. Can we give the man some flowers staring the t1000 in the eyes and kick rocks being like who yeah just
0: exactly what you want from a friend did it exactly yeah. right i don't know who he is going over to him hey get out of here i'll stall him john who by the way, he was from Salute Your Shorts. If yes, I'm not he mistaken. Yes. yes, he was. Yes, he was. Campana, Legend. <laughs> <laughs> but this was, uh, and Evan, I want to talk about this uh, run through the uh, th- this chase scene. I remember thinking, um, this chase scene, again, one of the biggest moments in the movie, and I knew this was a longer movie. I was like, oh my god, this is like the big scene. Yeah. So what are they gonna do for the next two hours? This is one of those movies that so many things like, Oh yeah, this was big, this was big. Mm-hmm. But this chase scene, uh, Evan and, and him jumping off the bridge and everything, I feel and the spinning gun shooting, just incredible stuff
1: one of the greatest scenes in movie history um action movie history for sure um is the scene it's so well it's so well done it's so well orchestrated there's a lot of practical effects i'm a, i'm a big fan of practical effects even in modern day cinema you cannot get better than practical effects because at the end of the day nothing's better than real mm-hmm. so i i believe i'm a firm believer in respecting these filmmakers that exhaust every single possibility before they go to cgi and and if you want to watch a movie that that's the everything they can and only use the cgi when it matters by the way the first feature length cgi in an action movie or any movie i believe of all time is terminator 2 by the way james cameron's always on the cutting edge of stuff Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. like
1: he's so that t-1000 liquid foolishness that never even existed before he even got a hold of it so like but but to watch that scene to watch the the truck in the motorcycle him doing something with a shotgun that i I guarantee you no one on earth thought you could do until you saw that movie (laughs) yes there's just, just there's so the many
2: locks they are like they are like you're like movie. wait
1: a minute what the hell is he doing with his one hand are you serious right now he's cocking this thing with one hand as he's driving a motorcycle there isn't there guys on, literally if, if many movies you've seen the only thing i've seen close to this kind of action of uh, precision is is mad max fury road as far as his mm-hmm. brilliance and the way it's shot I and mean, mm-hmm. you want to see a beautifully shot action sequence this scene here damn near should have saved it to the end of the movie that's the first yeah. that's the first act yeah, yeah. This
0: is, they just started <laughs> that shotgun thing is so cool and it's yeah. so just the way he spins it and just keeps shooting and this is where you get that feeling of just how dangerous the t-1000 is too because you realize he he doesn't care about getting hurt because he's a robot so like when <laughs> he goes under the low bridge and it takes the top off the car and he's like
1: whatever,
0: eh. yeah like, oh my god this guy just doesn't stop and the you said the liquid metal it now we're we're spoiled because we know about it but the idea just seems so out there what about metal that's liquid and the way it looks when you get shot and it's just the
2: mm-hmm.
0: whoops, closing just nightmare fuel it's yeah. it's incredible
2: yeah. so his good. mannerisms are great too just his like running style too is just like who runs like that? Like Perfection. and it's it's terrifying.
1: No one could do it like Robert does it.
2: Run. No. You could not recast
1: that. If you could, you could give me 100 people, I could never replace that dude's yeah. performance. Not to
2: go off on a tangent,
0: but just real quick because there's also so much more to it, but there's a part of me that always thought that that's why the sequels were kind of doomed is because T1000 was such a good villain. You you're never getting a better villain than that T1000. And all other villains they came up with paled in comparison to the T1000. I don't think anyone ever lived up to it. Yeah, I agree. And there's other there's other things that is a whole a whole other a whole different podcast. We don't need to, don't need to get into. It. We don't, but but for now I just thought well, <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you, just, you had the best villain.
2: I so, think everyone too was was really great at the at the time too. I loved Linda Hamilton's transformation from Terminator to Terminator 2, just to see her all buffed up now and all kind of badass, where the first one she was a little bit more of a damsel in distress, at least in comparison. And you got right. Arnold at the peak and Robert Patrick in his uh, early days and young Edward Furlong is is good.
0: So for those of you who are listening or watching, we had a, a, a little situation pop up. Evan had to take off for a little bit. Maybe he'll be back by the end. But for now, Andy, we're just going to continue chatting about Terminator 2. Yeah. Uh, So we get to this part where John Connor figures out that Arnold is a robot. So Arnold explains the plot of the movie to to John (laughs) Connor. After using some fun voices, he tells John Connor that his fake mom and dad are dead. John Mm -hmm. Connor finds himself in Terminator therapy. The name of my my band's (laughs) third album, by the way. As he talks about how he can't believe his mom was right about everything. During this, John realizes that Arnold will do anything John tells him, Mm -hmm. starting with going to save Sarah Connor. Sneaky Sarah gets something to pick her locks while being questioned by the police, and after a good licking by her orderly, (laughs) he gets to picking. Uh, Good timing because the T-1000 is coming out of the floor and stabbing a cop in the eyeball. Sarah beats the crap out of the licking lad and sticks a Drano syringe in a dude's neck before running into Arnold who beats up all the people that said that they didn't they didn't believe he existed, <laughs> the same thing will happen with Santa Claus one day Mark my <laughs> words <laughs> He says the famous line "Come with me if you want to live and we get another chase as the T1000 goes through prison bars, prize open elevator doors and gets his head split open by a shotgun blast. Wow. They get in the car and another epic chase scene goes to the streets as the T-1000 crawls up the back of the car, Arnold eventually shoots him off the back of it and the good guys get away
2: as the T-1000 gets a nice bike. Lots of stuff. Wow, yeah, that's a lot. I you know what the thing that I I thought was really cool when I first watched this is how intelligent uh, the Terminator is when he's talking to the Foster parents and uh he asked the dog at first i was like what is this terminator an idiot because he's like what's your dog's name he's like max he's like hey how's wolfie and i'm like he just said the dog's name was max you idiot but no (laughs) he was trying to outsmart the the uh, t-1000 and he does and he says wolfie's fine wolfie's fine and then you're like oh and that (laughs) that still is one of the craziest kills the uh the what do you call them? The knife, the knife arm through the mouth, the milk. Yeah, while he's poor guys is drinking some milk. You know what? He was yelling at the dog, though. So that's yes. what happens yell at the dog, you get a knife through the mouth. That was a scene. This is one of the scenes I remember
0: really terrifying me about the T1000 because that's where you see just how quickly he can kill something, mm-hmm. uh, and how and then when you realize that he can uh, shape shift, and you're right, I like that like their voice too. They're both very smart, too, like you said, where it is a game of cat and mouse, and it is, I like how you can feel like the T-800 is a small, like a lower level Mm -hmm. of machine, but it's trying to keep up with the T-1000. And I like that you'll notice the T-1000 is always a step ahead throughout this, by the way, like which is very realistic to the fact that
2: it's a more advanced machine and it's it's doing things better Um, i'm just laughing i don't know why i thought of this just now but i thought it's kind of like rocky (laughs) 4 like terminator is sort of like the rocky balboa he's got the old school he's like the old school model where drago had all this like you know intense wolf steroids for one but all these (laughs) like crazy new gadgets he was trying so kind of uh i don't know kind of reminds me of that at first, I thought you were going to talk about the robot in the Rock movies.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, nobody talks about that. You don't talk about the robot. <laughs> but this was where, um, again, we see how badass that Sarah Connor is, uh, mm-hmm. and we also see, like, again, the terminate the T1000 coming up through the floor, stabbing the guy in the eyeball. Another gross moment. As a kid, I was like, "Gross!" Oh yeah. Uh, but just so many cool things where you see just how dangerous everyone in this is. Because Sarah Connor
2: comes off kind of crazy too oh all that stuff with her is so great too and yeah i kn- i remember that that gross dude licking her face and you know what he deserved every beating he got after that so thank goodness because if they would have just let that guy get scott get away scot free after that big lick but uh yeah she is just <laughs> awesome in this movie just just even the way she like grabs the uh police officers like baton yeah is cool she like grabs it kind of spins it a little then does like a cool little jog and She's just, yeah. I don't know. James really Cameron's badass. great about having really
0: powerful female action stars. Yeah. Because also, she does, you never, similar to, for people who are listening to the show for the first time, we talk about aliens and similar mm-hmm. to Ripley, where Ripley is awesome, but it's never like for a woman. It's just a awesome, yeah. badass that's beating people up. Same with Sarah Connor. She mm-hmm. just threats people.
2: Yeah. Uh, and it, it's like believable too. Like, you're yeah. almost like, yeah, I see this. It's just like, this, like, badass kind of mom and she's she's kind of seen the future and no one believes her but you know I don't know it's just for being a person that's it's about robots in the future it seems she's believable to me. Speaking of robots in the future this (laughs) is a uh, one of the things
0: I like too, about how literal uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is where John Connor says, you can't kill anyone. And they, the first person they come across, he shoots him in the legs. He'll yeah. live.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. You know, Arnold's really funny in this movie. He is funny in this movie, <laughs> yeah.
0: but he also still does it in a very, he's a robot kind of way. Yeah. He, he actually does a very good job with this. And, um, uh, yeah, so we at this point we have the gang all together uh, and they're fixing each other up and we learn more about how Arnold works. So they hotwire this sweet station wagon and John Connor teaches Arnold how to talk cool and Arnold tells them Dyson is going to make microchips that eventually lead to nuclear war. They find some old friends in the desert and take their guns. John has another therapy ses- session with Arnold while Sarah implies that Arnold is his new dad. Sarah has a dream of a playground getting nuked, Ugh. and we see everyone burn and a bomb explode. And Sarah Connor's skeleton makes an appearance. Sarah Connor then carves the words "No Fate," which is the name of my band's fourth album. <laughs> oh, wow, you guys are doing table. well. Uh, she leaves to go kill Dyson, hoping to alter the future but can't go through with it. So Arnold peels off his skin to show Dyson just what his research will create. And Mm -hmm. Dyson agrees to help them destroy Cyberdyne. Uh, First things first, uh, people who are driving old beat up cars that don't run well are typically very in need. And this group of
2: people just stole from someone who probably needed that station wagon. (laughs) How am I supposed to root for them? That's a good point. Yeah. I, I don't really think about that because I've just, I've really, you know, this is the world. We got to yeah. save the world. We got to save John. So, you know, this person will understand. This, this person is probably like, don't worry, honey. I'm, I'm, I am
0: I'm got the job interview and <laughs> it's going to change our lives. We're going to finally be able to provide for our
2: family. And he goes outside and his car is gone. And now he can't make it to the to and the interview. An, and what an excuse. Sorry, I can't make the interview. Why? this Terminator uh, grabbed my car, but it's fine because he's with John Connor, who the other Terminator is trying to kill to save the future. So that's why I can't make it. You'd have to give the guy like, all right, you get another shot. Cause that was, (laughs) that was preposterous. Uh, I like that.
0: uh, So this was actually though interesting when they're bandaging each other up cause they give us a few Mm -hmm. important story clues or story beats where he says that I don't feel pain, but I'm given data when Mm -hmm. damage is inflicted, that would be considered like pain. So now we're understanding that it's not nothing when it happens to him. Uh, But also he talks about how the longer he's a learning computer. So the longer he is around humans, the more he understands how to interact with them, which I never caught before, but this time I was watching more closely. And it actually, to me, I thought this is a brilliant thing to add because any of the now humanistic things he does
2: going forward Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. And did the version that you watched, did they open up his head a little bit for a second? Like they opened I his head. No, they didn't. I, I feel like I've seen that version. But now that you mentioned it, I did not see that. I did. Version. And I never saw that before. There's like a scene where they like peel open his head for a second. And then Sarah Connor is about to smash this like chip. And I'm like, I don't remember that. But it gave you the information about what you're saying, because I think like the one that I always watched, I never saw that you kind of just knew that he was learning things, but this one went like a little step further. Yeah, I've seen it. The one I watched this time didn't have that, but I have seen that scene before.
0: So <laughs> uh, there's a
2: couple, there's another scene. There's a scene earlier too, where she like has a flashback and sees the love interest from Terminator 1. Hicks. Like, yeah, Hicks is, <laughs> <laughs> he's in there for like a second. Like a, like a, there's like a flashback and I don't remember ever seeing that.
0: You must've got had like the director's cut or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's
2: definitely some scenes I didn't uh, remember, but I did remember uh, going back to Arnold's comedy chops when he's in the in the car doing like chill out, de quad, no problem. <laughs> like, so good, it's just like but, it's such a funny, perfect delivery.
0: The uh, this was funny to me because he talks about how he does register pain to a degree, which hmm. made it very interesting to me that the way he proves to Dyson that he is not uh, that he's a robot is to literally like chop off his entire hand. Oh, yeah. That's and again, so another
2: crazy. iconic moment when he does that is that just this movie's filled with them. And I was watching that scene and like it looks great. Like him just I mean, it looks disgusting, but him showing like cutting it and then <laughs> ripping his skin off. I'm like, oh wow, Arnold Schwarzenegger really is a robot. Who knows? Right, he he probably is. That's uh, true. So I mean, with uh pectoral. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh so as we continue- wait sorry sorry yeah. really quick i just i wrote this in my notes because i i wanted to see if you caught this when we first meet or see miles dyson with his family his wife licks the back of his neck for a second i don't know if you noticed that but i was just thinking that, not that that orderly guy licks sarah connor and then Dyson's wife quickly licks the back of his neck for some reason. I was just Is, like, does James Cameron have a little uh does James little... Cameron have
0: a licking thing?
2: Is he I don't know. a licking?
0: <laughs> That's Maybe. weird. That's weird. <laughs> uh so, uh, so The gang goes to Cyberdyne, and the police are in hot pursuit, and so is the T-1000. They start rigging the place to explode while another badass scene takes place, and Arnold starts shooting up the entire police force, Mm -hmm. not killing anybody. Eventually, the SWAT team gets in, however, and Dyson gets shot up. Sarah Connor escapes through a hole in the wall created by Arnold while Dyson blows the whole building up. I'll be back, Arnold promises, shooting everyone in the leg as he grabs a truck and returns before driving off with the Connors. But the T-1000 jumps into a helicopter and is in hot pursuit. Uh, The truck and the helicopter shoot at each other before Arnold just brake checks the helicopter. And it kind (laughs) of works as they crash it. They crash. Also, the last chase before getting into our final confrontation, which is the name of my band's fifth and final
2: album. Man, you guys are doing so well! Oh, your final album. Yeah, final uh, confrontation
0: was the the fifth and final. Did you album. have a
2: solo career after this? I hope. <laughs> As John Connor. As
0: John Connor, John and the Connors is the name of the band. <laughs> um, this was this scene is one of the for me one of the most memorable moments where he stands in the window with the big like chain gun Gatling, it's like Gatling gun, gun yeah uh and just shoots everything down this is the first time i actually thought to myself though he can't kill anyone while he's doing this yeah but before i just thought he was shooting but i was like oh he's actually not shooting anybody
2: yeah yeah which is even even more difficult i feel he was just like because i think the first time he was like getting them to to run away and then he yeah. just blew up all the cop cars yeah it was and very strategic the, and the way he uses the gas
0: uh the the tear gas gun and it's just like shooting people with the tear gas gun (laughs) yeah instead of using it for the gas he just shoots people with it i Uh, love the noise it makes too it's like a
1: (laughs) funk (laughs) funk
2: for some reason you can feel it when like when he's you hear that (laughs) funk well usually the because you hear the guy that's like (laughs) (laughs) i I gotta talk about miles dyson this poor guy man is he not super likable like yes his entire life's work and literally telling him like everything you've been working on your entire life you're a genius but you need to destroy everything and he goes okay let's do i mean i guess after a (laughs) terminator cuts his arm and shows you his robot arm then i would believe him as well but his death scene i don't know why it's 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 always stayed with me uh, mm-hmm. may, as an actor too i always i've never had a chance to but i've always liked to have a death scene where i get to breathe like he does i don't know why he's breathing so weird but he's kind of like I, 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 I don't know how <laughs> like i just yeah. love his breathing pattern it,
0: it, but you know you're right because that is probably one of the for me one of the most memorable death scenes and yeah. maybe i don't know why no one's ever done that i guess because it feels real like if you you're hurt because he's been shot a bunch of times and yeah. he's also trying to hold something up and so having the <laughs> and yeah. like i felt so bad for him because he was such a good guy yeah and now as an adult watching back i'm thinking to myself what i really trust these guys
2: aren't just trying to manipulate me? <laughs> yeah in some way? absolutely and and they don't even help him when uh she shoots him like in the sh- top shoulder and they don't bother to be like all right we're gonna take you to hospital real quick we're gonna stitch you up um it's <laughs> so, like no. deal with it buddy and his little son running over. Don't shoot my dad. It's just like, oh, oh my son's
0: going to have to find out that his dad didn't make it. Oh,
2: oh, I'm gutted. That's sad. That should have been Terminator 3. Miles Dyson's son. Oh,
0: that is the, that is the missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, that's the missed opportunity. Yeah, uh, that is the story. Uh, I wanted to throw, quickly throw out there. Remember when we used to say book it? Like for running because that's they said that in this movie and i thought that's some slang that has been lost to time oh
2: really i didn't catch when did they say that
0: i uh john
2: connor at some point says let's book it or something i was like oh my god what a lost slang john connor we haven't talked about him much Uh, when i was a kid i thought he was the coolest guy ever and they they said he's 10 how is that boy 10 he's like the coolest 10 year old ever then he is the. He, I thought John Connor and
0: Evan Mack, For those who are listening, is back. Uh, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, I was tired. traveled to the to the, to
0: the, to the past <laughs>
1: to, 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 to slap my my past self for wearing that one shirt I wore to this one dance.
0: <laughs> well, we're ta- we're talking uh, Mac. We're talking about as a kid i thought john connor was the coolest kid around yes yes as,
1: this guy's such a cool with kid the ha- with the hair with the hair that dropped down right here yeah, great hair his, his, his oh. little little raspy voice he would have yeah. doing like i get to do whatever i want i used to be like yo mama can i ride my boy you ain't riding your damn me. <laughs> <laughs> but the street the lights is on boy
0: <laughs> yeah like i used to try to get my hair to come in my face like oh, i thought it was so cool oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you want. i For, for those listen not the I know other I, sound, I, know,
1: I know I sound like Brian Gumble, but for those listen, I'm a black guy, so I could never get that hair to do that ever. So <laughs> I was really, really hating. At least Jack was in the ballpark. <laughs> I, was, I was
0: trying. By the way, it may have looked cool, not a fun haircut to have. It's just like in your face, like touching your face.
1: The whole <laughs> Damn, he looked good though. Furlong, uh, baby.
0: I want to get your take on something. Uh, Andy and I were talking about it. Miles Dyson, the unsung hero of this movie, um, saves he. The fact that he's he gets shot up, still is holding like the weighted thing above the ex- explosion. We just talked about the scene where Arnold shot everyone from the window, and and now they're uh, they blew up Cyberdyne. Miles Dyson goes out like a champion, sacrifices Gee. himself, Gee. and that death scene, the way he goes, uh, 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 <laughs> like that sticks with me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it sticks with me too, and it's those epic moments. Like, like I said, they, we're like I said, we're we're talking about the cream of the crop in action movies, man. We're talking about 1991. We're talking about the apex of Arnold Schwarzenegger, and that that moment is such an epic scene. There's what is an action movie without an epic death of someone that that you 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 weren't you haven't been on the journey with him the whole movie, but he has a part in the film that impacts everything, and you're like, why did you have to die? Yeah, and he fits the bill, and he's my heart still weeps from me. we're talking about 30 years ago <laughs> right yes. well andy had a
0: great comment and i want to get your take on it real quick again i don't want to unpack too much because this can go a long way but <laughs> we were talking about you know miles dyson he had a family at home the third terminator should have been miles dyson's kid and his story about oh. what happened after his dad died and how he doesn't <laughs> like cyberdyne See, sure. I
1: actually, I actually, I actually, like that thought process because it started going after off the rails after the first two, and mm-hmm. that's actually a that's actually a little more grounded, a little more nuanced idea for a film that would have been a little smarter. You know, you know what I mean? I think I think is. It, I think it would have kept things right in perspective, and instead of going off. Like I'm not the biggest hater. A lot of people are the third Terminator. I thought it was. Mm -hmm. I'm. I was like, let me get Arnold blowing up some stuff, and I'm good. They just Mm -hmm. when they started trying to take liberties and try to start changing things around. Mm -hmm. But I like that idea, brother. That's a great idea. Yeah,
2: (laughs) let's do it. Terminator,
1: Terminator three. I think as a movie
0: is fine but as a yes. terminator movie it's <sighs> is where it gets a little rough but
2: there's well, i mean there's the first a, two are just so great
1: yeah yeah. It's, yeah we're talking about the best of the best one of and one of the rare movies i believe the second one's better than the first one and it's mm. rare but yeah. it, but it, everyone says sequels are never better than the first there is a there's a I rare occasions on one, yeah. sprinkled out through history terminator 2 was one of those
2: so good, um, and and one thing, I, I two things actually, I wanted to mention, Jack, that I forgot. I was talking about how funny Arnold is when he does the fake smile thing is hilarious. <laughs> when he's trying to teach him how to smile, yeah, yeah, got yeah. this weird like face. <laughs> that was so funny. And then the other thing was, I thought you would appreciate this, Jack. You love when things pay off. Yes, and we saw young uh, John Connor, you know, hacking into an ATM and getting money, oh. and then later breaking that thing back out to hack into Cyberdyne. I thought you'd appreciate that.
0: I did no, absolutely. I did like that. It did make me go, "What kind of ten year old is this? Good with technology and is also a troublemaker." <laughs>
1: like, he's listening. He's a phenom. He's the piece. Listen. He's, he's well, the leader of yeah. the resistance. Like
0: mm-hmm. if you're that, if you're that good with technology, you're in your room programming all day. You're not out there <laughs> causing problems.
1: And that's right on the cusp. That's when it starts getting popping too. Like like you know yeah. the, the apples of the world, the IBM's where they started. They started to hit their stride, man. He could have been on the cutting edge of that stuff.
0: Yeah, that's where uh, maybe that's where Apple started really getting there. Like, wow, we could take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> leave
1: it here. Leave, they leave are. Me alone, Apple. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so. As we get to the end here, they they the, the the robots chase each other a little bit more, and I'm realizing this whole movie is basically one long action car chase. Yeah. Uh, so your your analogy to Fury Road is actually very perfect because that's basically what both those movies are. Uh eventually though the uh the big truck crashes into the uh foundry and a bunch of liquid nitrogen spills and the T1000 starts freezing and in one of my favorite scenes Arnold says possibly his most famous catchphrase ever and shatters the T1000 we're going to do a little impersonation contest in a second don't you worry uh but <laughs> but the fire of the foundry brings back the T1000 like a phoenix from the ashes my band's comeback album, Ooh, uh, yeah. and he soon reformed. There's a showdown between the T-1000 and Arnold, uh, and Arnold gets his arms stuck in a gear. Oh. Sarah takes a stab at stopping the T-1000 and gets stabbed for her efforts and mm. pulled the call for John. But Arnold is back, and they fight some more, like Peter Griffin versus the giant chicken. <laughs> they beat the tar out of each other everywhere, and Arnold eventually gets the lightning stabbed out of him. Uh, Mm. pretending to be Sarah Connor, the T-1000 almost gets the jump on John, but the real Sarah shows up and empties a shotgun into him, but it's the final shell of a grenade launcher that blasts a hole into the T-1000 and sends him Into the lava, and we get a liquid metal death scene. My band's farewell to her album. This
1: band has some dope ass album (laughs) names.
0: They melt the chip, the arm, and eventually they slowly melt Arnold as he gives a thumbs up to the Connors. We end with Sarah Connor saying, Now she looks to the future with hope, but we all know it's a foolish hope.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, this is again just a perfect set up for an action ending of a movie. It feels like a foundry just is the perfect place for this kind of thing. This final showdown, Evan.
1: I, I can't tell you I'm like, like I said, this is, this is a, this is a true masterpiece in my opinion, as far as action movies go. Um, it gives you everything. Um, tugs at the heartstrings, gives you the accent, gives you a great protagonist, a great antagonist, gives you people to root for, gives you stakes. and doesn't end as happily. It ends happily, but you know, there's actually more darkness. Um, a lot lies ahead. Um, a great hero's death. You know, you always they they check all the boxes, man. Look at what, mm-hmm. what, what can I say about the the, the final act and, and how it's how it's represented. And and I'm I was a villain guy growing up. I always just loved the, how they are. But T one thousand, I rooted against.
2: You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That
1: that's how you know that movie is so great because it even went it made me go against my own like sensibilities. I used to love like oh, I love when the villains get ahead. T one thousand, I was like, I hate that guy. Mm-hmm. he's 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 a true villain he's the heel you hate yes and, and 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 everything comes to a head and it was it's such an awesome awesome scene and the and the thumbs up all the way into the lava <laughs> is just what a way to end that movie man it's it's i cried when i was a kid i'm not gonna <laughs> lie. i
0: cried man yeah I, I i was like arguing with the tv when it happened like oh, why he, why does he have to die like, i it'll was be, <laughs> Uh, but Andy, to to the point we talked about a little bit ago, where it talks about how they talk about how Arnold learns from humans being around them, it mm. makes sense why he's giving them the thumbs up and why he's mm-hmm. being nice to them as opposed to just being a cold, calloused robot. Speaking of paying things off, I thought that was perfect.
2: I know why you cry. <laughs> what does he say? I know, I know now why you cry. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's let's
0: do let's let's just do it now. Hasta la vista impressions. We got here. Vista baby. Come on, let me hear your guys's.
2: Hasta la vista, baby. Oh, that's a really good
1: one. (laughs) Hasta hasta la vista, baby.
2: (laughs) and he just, just destroyed yeah. me and jack i've been practicing are you from austria <laughs> i i did want to say what, one thing, <laughs> a little bit a little bit um i i did love that you were talking about the chase scene where he's driving like the liquid nitrogen liquid mm-hmm. nitrogen is that what it is i, I uh, guess i don't know yeah I don't know, whatever you. Want <laughs> it's to very in. cold but when he yeah. when t-1000 is driving that truck i just thought it was such a great move to have uh, arnold and crew grab that guy's little pickup with like it's like a little pickup with like a little roof on top of it yeah i thought that was so funny it was just like of course the villain gets this crazy truck and then like our heroes get like this little tiny
1: He's yeah. a hell of a driver, T one thousand man. Oh, yeah. a hell of yeah. a driver! Yeah, not everyone yeah, can just drive those rigs like that.
2: Very intense too. That, that's actually what
0: makes him the higher grade model. Is he's uh, licensed to drive big vehicles? <laughs> yeah, you don't
1: understand. You need you need special license to drive these things. He's just <laughs> right. keeping those around all willy nilly. He's he's a hell of it's like the transporter
0: man. Yeah, at some point, if I'm John Connor, I'm like Arnold. Why can't you get like a cool car? Every car <laughs> you get is just this rundown. Yes, right. I don't want to piggyback on you all day. Yeah, wait, can't you get a BMW or something? Like, why are we? <laughs>
1: that is true, yeah. You're a
0: robot from the future. This should be
1: easy for this you. Ri- this is ridiculous.
0: <laughs> I had a, um, you know, I, I think this movie ended really great, but something that if I was to rewrite, I don't like to do the rewrite thing, but, uh, and, and Evan, I want to get your thoughts on this. I was thinking, John Connor should have killed the T-1000. He's the one that's going to grow up to be the big leader this should have been his moment to kill the t1000 and then show us that he's the guy to do it in the future Mm.
1: that's that's a good thought i i I never thought about it like that and i never they do such to me they do maybe some people don't like this but they do a good job of making him you not thinking he could be the leader of the resistance Mm -hmm. like i think that might be the, the their best virtue that he yeah. is like he literally is so unlikely to be the leader of the resistance and i think they kind of got like an itchy trigger finger when it came to that so they were so in a rush to make him like a badass but the first the the second movie he's like a deer in headlights and i think mm-hmm. maybe that's the part what resonated me and connected with me more that he is like i go so this is the guy that's gonna save us all huh mm-hmm. yep. and i think i like that they made him that way so i i that's the only pushback i'll give you i kind of like that he's that so this is the guy? You, you know yeah. what I mean? And I, I I think that was one of my favorite things about him, making him that unlikely hero and you don't see it just yet. Is there a part that maybe if
0: you're in the future and you're sending people back, you go, you know, John Connor's our leader, but we're we're losing. maybe we should should go back in time and and get someone else we're like (laughs) is he the
1: guy (laughs) yeah
0: maybe he's not the right one like like if you could go back in time and get a a, you know like i'm a seattle seahawks fan i go back in time and get someone to call a different play at the super bowl i I wouldn't be like no we gotta keep that the way it was i think yeah
1: Yeah, if I had a time it's, it's if I had a time machine, there. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even fix World hunger. I would fix that Russell Wilson throw. You and me both. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. And like Evan, you have one chance. I go, Yeah, well, that was important no. to me. No. <laughs> uh, I'm still, pissed. I'm still uh,
0: pissed. Uh last thing I want to talk about, and that was the death of the T one thousand and awesome. how he goes through all the different characters he took over, hmm. almost like it was souls. Andy, it was like it, it felt, it felt very, uh, what's the guy from Mortal Kombat? Shang Tsung. Yeah. yeah. He felt very like, like he was like his, like, they made this thing that had no emotion, have the, a proper villain death. Mm-hmm. I thought that was incredible
2: yeah i mean just i mean we we talked about how great of a villain he is and he he does get a great proper death and i just love like their whole fight scene like there's the part where arnold kind of gets on the truck and this shoots the shit out of him for a second i love that and then when they get to fighting though you really see like how superior of a fighter he is, and you're like how can he possibly be beaten and i think his death is is great because you're kind of like okay that looks like he's dying
1: yeah so that's to your point, I love that you're right. They show that superiority. They show that he's a he's a faster model. He's like a lighter. he's he is hes quicker. he's' his, his processing time is faster. and they do that very subtly with just the different body types. He's a smaller mm-hmm. guy, but he's, they made him smaller because he's a little more sophisticated. You know, they, you know how mm-hmm. all the technology gets better and everything gets smaller. Remember how TVs used to look and now they're yeah. all flash. But he's like the, he's like the high def flat screen. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's really, it's just really dope to see how they, they did that with just getting a smaller actor. I love that. Yeah. You know, Robert, you don't got to work out. You sure don't need to work out for this? No, 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 no. You're, yeah. good. You're good.
2: Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> <And> <laughs> one thing I, that blew my mind that I never knew I was looking up a little trivia last night. Um, Linda Hamilton has a twin sister. So that was actually a twin sister playing the, uh, the double Sarah Connor. I thought that was, Oh really? Kind of blew my mind. How
1: cool is that?
2: Wow. That is cool.
1: That's a great fun factor. That's some Terminator (laughs) trivia for for all you faithful (laughs) listeners out there.
0: Yeah, so don't say we don't ever give you nothing. There you go. Uh, <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> we So that, that does it for just kind of final thoughts. I've said it, the word iconic probably seven times in this movie <laughs> review because it, this is one of the most iconic movies, one of the greatest action movies, one of the greatest car chase movies, one of the greatest sci-fi movies. I awesome. loved it. Uh, Evan, yeah. you get last word. So
2: Andy, any closing thoughts on the movie? It was great. I mean, going back and watching, I was very happy that it definitely holds up and it was more funny than i remembered the action scenes yeah, i knew were yeah. gonna be mm-hmm. awesome but even arnold at the end says i, I need a vacation <laughs> <laughs> this is so silly but i'm like oh, that's great the robots got got jokes now um but yeah i mean james cameron just a master of cinema and terminator absolutely. 2 still still top 10 for me yeah absolutely evan how about you any any closing thoughts on this yeah, one
1: yeah one of my biggest takeaways is is the um, it's incredible to see a man that that was that was that was recognized as not being a good not, never going to be a good actor. Or no one's ever going to want to pronounce his name, never going to be a blockbuster. i, I can I said I, as if, when I go to action stars as if I, if I can name five action stars to me that that shaped the entire history of, of Hollywood. He's top five. Oh, um, yeah. top top three if I'm being really, really nitpicky. And, mm-hmm. and, and to see that though and see a man that they say wasn't a good actor but not no one no, not realizing how hard it is to act like you can't um have emotion mm-hmm. that actually takes a little bit of more subtle acting than people think that that sounds crazy but his performance as the terminator is way harder than people think it, yeah. it is because because as a human being you're naturally not a robot therefore you naturally have certain facial expressions that you do subconsciously and one of my biggest takeaways, was if you really watch that movie and you watch Arnold's performance, it's actually a brilliant performance yes. by a man they said couldn't act. And that's probably one of the coolest things about the film. Arnold wasn't there acting his ass off. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's not only not only can you not
2: emote, but also At you all. need to be lovable.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. you <laughs> have to be you can't emote and be relatable.
2: Right. At that's the same tough, time, man, that's and you to have do. to convince Sarah Connor that you're a good robot now.
1: Oh come right. on, man! You
0: got to do these. Th- he, yeah, absolutely great performance from this is this is such a good movie. Mm-hmm. And like like we said at the top, aged so well. It was yes. such a good. You could watch it right now if they re released it in theaters. I'd be like, yeah, let's go see Terminator. That's Cameron, two. man. Mm-hmm. That's James yeah.
1: Cameron being yeah. being on the cutting edge of technology, brother.
0: But uh, yeah. as we wrap up, we do have a, a little game that I like to test Andy with, uh, Evan, and we'll see if he can do it. Uh, we, it's it's a game that we just copied from the internet. It's Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Can Andy connect someone from this movie to Kevin Bacon
2: in wow. Six Moves?
1: Andy, let's
2: yeah. get it. Six or less, six or less, baby. Yeah, we got this. So uh, uh, young John Connor, played by Edward Furlong, mm-hmm. was in uh, American History X yes, with he was. Uh, Edward Norton. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. Edward Norton was in Fight Club with brad pitt brad pitt was in what movie jack sleepers with kevin bacon, kevin bacon. man so, he
0: got evan, it evan <laughs> this this little inside joke here on the show almost every time it comes down to sleepers like for some reason somehow it always ends up going to sleepers every Nothing,
1: time Nothing's better than older movies i tell people this all the time i've watched i watch film more than most human beings do. And there's nothing better than this gap of there's a gap between the, the even the late 70s to the 90s where your favorite actors well, I'm talking about 10 of your favorite actors are in one movie. Yeah. Exactly. Oh oh I'm talking about your favorite of your favorite that are, that are now are your favorite. You're like, he's in that and he's in that and she's in that and she's they're in the same film. <laughs> like that that is that weird gap, man, and it is spectacular.
0: Yes yeah it's like absolutely. a rap
1: song with fifteen features, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're right, because now it's normal. There are always a bunch of features, but uh, back
1: in... back in the day, oh my god, was... you would get Meryl Streep, Jack Nicholson, you, you know what I mean? Like in the same Gene Hackman in the same movie, yeah, yeah.
0: And that's that, that's how they would sell the movie. Is all these people are in it, and you go, oh okay, I'm gonna go see <laughs> Julia
1: Roberts, Richard Gere. i will be like, doing what? Oh, he's <laughs> just the oh, he's the guy in the in the store. He's a, he's a clerk. I go, why <laughs> a clerk
0: in <at> the store. <laughs> You it's get Richard Oscars. Gere
1: for like, one line. <laughs> Pretty woman, <laughs> Can too. Can help you? Nope. Okay. <laughs>
0: I'm like, let you're
1: getting? Go ahead, man.
0: <laughs> well, this has been fun. Uh, for everyone who's listening, thank you for f- listening to us. Uh, we continue the show next week with uh, next year's movie, 1992. We're going to be chatting about Army of Darkness with John Koval That's going to be a fun one. Then we go to 1993 for Jurassic Park, and we chat with Danielle Delacco. Jurassic Park might be the uh, 90s movie. Of all time, mm-hmm. maybe compared to T2 though. That's Bang. a tough one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then 1994, my favorite movie, <laughs> Dumb and Dumber with Corey Baker. We're gonna chat with them. That'll be fun. Uh, I'm Jack Farmer. You can see me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. Andy Rossi, where can the world find you and what you're working on?
2: The world can find me at just Andy Rossi or my film at Dead Body Movie. And mm-hmm. Evan T. Mac, where can the world find you?
1: Oh, at Evan T. Mac on social platform, you know, Twitter and Instagram and whatnot. Um, I appreciate you guys for giving me the opportunity to talk about one of my favorite films. It was a lot of fun.
0: We appreciate you being on. It was a fun chat and we'll have to do it again sometime. But for now, that does it for us, everyone. And we will see you all next year.